I'm James Ingram, and welcome to Make My Logo Bigger, where we speak with creatives in the ad business. Suzanne is a proud Cape Bretoner and even prouder Zabarian. A graduate of St. Evex University with her Bachelor of Arts in English and Political Science, she has spent most of her career in communications. She has worked for Tourism Nova Scotia and several advertising agencies in Halifax and spent years partnering with her sister in an event management company. Suzanne has three sons. Her eldest graduated from Armbray in 2016 and her strong passion for the school developed during her son's time at Armbray. Combined with her sales and marketing experience, make her a great fit for the role of admissions marketing director responsible for the popular quotes on the armbrace sign out front her motto is do what you love love what you do Maggie was born and raised in Halifax, and she is a proud Armbray alumni. Megan attended St. Francis Xavier University, earned her business degree with a major in marketing. She has experience working in a variety of industries, including real estate, property management, event management, and tourism. Megan's role at Armbray involves inspiring, engaging, and strengthening the Armbray Alumni Association with the community to invest in Armbray's vision for the future while nurturing the culture and philanthropy. We've been working together for a while producing podcasts, video content, and photography for the school, and we thought it would be a pretty cool idea to do a podcast collab. We will chat about marketing and how that affects the business of independent schools, admissions, advancement, and auxiliary programs. First of all, help me here. What exactly is advancement? I think simply put, advancement at RMBRA is anything that is going to advance the school forward. I think whether that means um, creating new fundraising initiatives for the school, working on creating a larger list of donors, whether that means creating and innovating new marketing campaigns, anything that is really going to push the school to new heights. It's a broad term um, that encompasses a lot of things, but when push comes to shove, advancement is doing work that advances the school. And I guess what most people don't understand um, in independent schools uh, is the fact that, you know, the costs uh, of tuition only cover 80% of the of the student. Um, so um, we have to make up the other percentage through um, fundraising and donations. And so that's where advancement comes into play. I mean, of course, we, we have tuition assistance programs that uh, help the students who wouldn't normally get to independent schools. But there is also kind of providing that uh, extra, fu- those extra funds for uh, uh, making up the you know the remaining uh, part of the 87%. Um, so advancement is it's a very crucial part of an independent school. And what does marketing look like at a not-for-profit independent school? Well, I mean, you know, not-for-profit would be the you know key word there. I mean, it's um, you know it's it's like every not-for-profit when they're talking about marketing budgets, there's not a lot there. So um, you know, I think that it's pretty um, it's a lot easier when you have a very you know rich marketing budget to you know do all the different things that bring brand awareness to product but for us we have to be very inventive so you know um, thank goodness for social platforms because they make it um, that much easier for us to get our message out you know I was thinking this morning and you can kind of chime in uh, Megan but you know yesterday we had a full day of our school we started off with you know announcing that we got a badminton provincial banner congratulations yeah in the morning and then you know an hour later we got a banner for flag football and then um, and then we uh, went on to um, kind of end the day with a launch of a literary journal so you know you got your creative literacy there you got your physical literacy there but how do you get that out how do you tell that to our community and how do you tell that to prospective families and that's social platforms so um, that's made it a lot easier for us and made it you know far more economical so independent school has a you know um 
uh, a minimal budget to do a lot of things. But you're able to use these social programs where you wouldn't have been able to before. 100%. School's been around a long time. It's just the last 10 years or so, right, that you've had that tool. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's you know, allowed so many people to um, have access to information about our school and for us to get the message out because independent school is, it can be, you know, most people in, in Atlantic Canada don't know a lot about it. We've been around since 80, 1887. So it's, um, you know, so how do we get engaged people? How do we engage people to um, think about um, funding these opportunities for kids um, that are, are provided through a, you know, an independent school? I think just to go back to what you were saying, it's like there is amazing, there are amazing things that are happening at the school from 8 a.m. until 6 p.m. And it's on us to make sure that we are capturing those moments from the Be Kind Work Hard recipients at Assembly, as you were saying, all of the, the athletics that are happening after school, um, the literary arts launch, like that. There's been, there's there's so much content, but it's kind of toning that down and creating, creating that messaging to send out to our community and doing it in a very well thought out kind of curated way. It's a, it's a tough thing. Yeah. And we have, you know, we are one of the things that would be of interest to, you know, um, people in, you know, who are developing marketing plans and strategies is because we're um, a Canadian accredited independent school. So we are accredited every five years. Um, so we just went through that accreditation process and we had to develop a communications plan, a marketing plan. We're doing all that, you know, skeleton staff. Um, and that's a lot of work. Yeah. Right? I know in talking to you, Steve spent a lot of time on that and it takes a lot of time, a lot of manpower. Totally. I mean, you're talking about so many different variables in it. There's, you know, your curriculum and then there's your advancement and then there's your, you know, faculty. You know, how are you looking after your faculty and then how are you communicating to your community? There's several different variables in that um, accreditation process. But again, we're developing um, something that in a larger organization would be done by an agency. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, so for us, we're, you know, doing... We're doing all that in a very small shop. I mean, we have three people on our business team. And, uh, so a lot of different hats. A lot, lot of different hats. Talk about uh, how to develop a future student. It's That's the way of the world now. We're yeah. in a lot of different hats. It's a lot more complicated. Yeah. So admissions, advancement, and auxiliary programs, these are all income drivers in an independent school. How do you make them all work together in promoting your brand, your overall brand? So, yeah, I mean, um, we're all, so I'm the director of marketing, so I'm managing my own admissions yeah, budget budget. and, uh, I'm managing, uh, the advancement budget and the uh, auxiliary programs budget, just to kind of give you an idea, admissions is tuition fees, advancement is donors and community fundraisers, and auxiliary programs is, um, you know, our after-school programming, um, camps, summer camps, so that, you know, the revenues that come from, from those. And so we have, each one of those has a marketing budget. And so we're all fighting for a certain amount of marketing dollars. Um, and so, you know, and my example is just recently I did some billboards for admissions um, and for the podcast. Um, and uh, and so what I didn't do one for summer camps. So, you know, Ashley's like, why didn't you do one for summer camps or summer academy? 
And, you know, I just didn't think that that was that audience would be driven to the website. Um, so, you know, looking at um, some different things that impact, you know, what what a billboard does. Um, so, you know, some tough decisions some tough have decisions. to be made. Yeah. 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 But I think also you you then work with, OK, well, what else can we do if it's not going to be a billboard to promote the summer camps and the summer academy? What other things are we doing? So we've trialed a few different things where we've gone live on Instagram. We've gone live on, live on Facebook. We've put smaller signs on our own property um, to try to get some attention. So, so uh, you know, things that, again, that you can do and reels and, um, you know, TikTok kind of reaching um, the people that want to um, come to Summer Academy or the parents that have younger kids that are interested in coming to Summer Academy. Or we know that parents make decisions for, you know, for the in general. So it's reaching the parents and kind of the students so that they can, you know, talk about these things together. Excellent. And how is it working? How are they, the results, are they measurable, the results you're getting using social media? Yeah, I mean, it's, um, you know, we have, you know, we're very fortunate to um, work with Samantha Gracie as part of your team. Um, on our social media. So that has really been beneficial to us because one, she really knows our business. And two, you know, she can give us the analytics um, that really uh, show us whether these are effective um, strategies. And, you know, we'll, we're going to do this social media campaign with our billboards for enrollment. You know, in admissions in a small school, you have little pockets where you need students. And so um, these kind of quick strategies can oftentimes be very helpful. Excellent. And how do you grow that? Like, is there anything that you guys are looking at to do more on social media or just maintaining to maintaining your presence as it is and yeah, consistency? I mean, we, yeah, I think I think it's, you know, you're always getting, you know, always trying to get more fo- followers. Um, you're always trying to engage um, that kind of demographic that you're looking at. You know, we have a tremendous amount of people that, you know, follow us. Um, when I first started at Armbre, you know, seven years ago, um, yeah. we had one social platform and um, we had 300 followers. Um, and, um, you know, I kind of, my goal was for the end of that year to have a thousand followers. And that's just, you know, hysterical today because... You know, it's jumped leaps and bounds in, you know, six years. You know, we know that there these social platforms really are how we reach um, a larger um, group of parents. And also maintain connections with alumni throughout the years. I think it's so important because our brand has evolved over the years. It's an easy way to touch alumni, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that is still um, it's one of the most important resources that we have putting my alumni hat on as that's how people are informed as to what's going on. They're registering for alumni events. Um, through our social platform and they're staying connected to the school just by following along. And it's at no cost to, to them to be looking at our stories and to be looking at our posts and watching our videos to see that their school is are doing amazing things. And um, it is creating that connectivity between between alumni and this our current student body. Yeah, it's beautiful. And the repetition of it, the repetition of the touch mm-hmm. points that drives engagement, right? Absolutely. And we, we've we um, developed a, um, a program or we've engaged with a, a company called Graduate, which is a, um, a social platform for alumni. And so that social platform is almost identical to Facebook. Um, so you can, you know, when people are engaging in Graduate, they, they know the social platform. It looks very similar to Facebook. So they're very used to how to use it. And, uh, and this is just another way to go. I mean, Makes knows more about it than I do. Yeah, but the platform, it, it draws to all of our socials. So it has links to our YouTube. It has links to our Facebook and the Instagram. So if they're looking at what 
is being posted um, in terms of specifically alumni highlights, but they're also seeing all the other things that are happening at the school too. And I've been really fortunate, you know, to, you know, and I talk about this a lot, um, Jim, to you, um, to be able to have a kind of traditional marketing background, Yeah. Um, you know, where, you know, I worked for agencies that were using traditional mediums and then I come to the school and I'm, you know, there for about five years and, you know, this young person walks into my office and starts working with me who is, you know, 27, 28 years old and knows all about, you know, social platforms and what, her generation is looking at. Grew up on it. Yeah, exactly. And so for me, you know, I think, talk about collabs, this has been a a wonderful experience for me. She's, you know, introduced me to a lot of things that I didn't know. Yeah. And And uh, vice versa. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, great team. I learned a lot about music, not old music, good music. Learned a lot about it. Yeah, exactly. How important, and you kind of have, have talked about this a bit, but let's let's dig into it a little bit more, Megan. How important are communication and brand awareness to alumni and advancement? Yeah, we did just speak about it briefly, but I think Armbray is interesting because for a long time, identity of Armbray was a question mark. We didn't have a mascot. We didn't have, we didn't quite know. So over the years, we've gone through different identities, whether we were the trees or the dragons or the this or the that. We've now identified ourselves as the Osprey. And I think now that that has stuck and we're we're moving forward with that, I think that is really important, that consistency and the messaging to our alumni is that this is who we are. We're still the same place and we we still are the same people that we have been. But now that we're identifying as the Ospreys, it's actually easier for me to go to our alumni to say, hey, this is who we are. Come back and check it all out and see what's going on. Yeah. Um, so although it's evolved, the core is still the same. Yeah. And it's interesting as an observer and a parent and, and some of the works with you folks, um, you can, I can feel it in the last year, two years where Armbray's brand is really solidified in my mind. Like I really feel like you have a an identity, a separator from the other schools. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. And I think it's just going to increase with all the work you're doing. Just moving on here, many people would argue that sometimes marketing and sales work in silos and they have competing priorities. Suzanne, you kind of talked about this, this allocation in within the same organization. Marketing, marketing focusing on brand awareness and sales, all about closing the sale. So how do you guys... Do you get together and have fist fights or how do you make this work? Well, I'd be having a fist fight with myself um, because that's, you know, I'm the director of marketing, um, but I'm also a salesperson. So, you know, my my history of uh, my career history, you know, has a background in, you know, I I worked for advertising agencies and then I was selling advertising. So, you know, I always you know, said to people, I have, I've been on both sides of the, uh, both sides of um, the marketing business. I'll tell you, it's a lot easier when you're buying it as opposed to selling it. But I think that knowledge has been very powerful to me. I'm selling to a customer, um, you know, prospective family. And so I know my customer's wants, my customer's needs. And then I take that back and I, I don't have to tell anybody because I know it. I am the marketing and admissions person. It's not usual that you would be uh, have those two uh, roles. Disciplines, yeah. Know, because, you know, like you said, marketing talks about brand awareness and brand image and sales, you know, always fights with marketing because 
yes. they don't think they understand each other. And so in my experience, this has been very powerful. It's a powerful tool that I, you know, have been able to provide to Armbre because I have that background. So I, you know, I use that in my strategy. And how important is that in a small school? I mean, you've already talked about this. It's just necessity to be good at multiple things. Yeah, I mean, you know, there are um, a, there are schools in Halifax that have, you know, a marketing department and a admissions department. But for us, you know, it's just we're, we're not there yet. We have a small uh, group of uh, families. And so we're not, you know, in the position to have, you know, different people in different roles. I don't know. I don't. Now I believe that it might not even be necessary. Because, Why do you say that? Because I really think that you to know your customer is to to be able to develop a strategy um, to target those people. And so, um, you know, I've been in this job long enough that I think I I'm pretty much know what the customer is saying. Sometimes I have to, you know, remind our our other staff on what our customer needs are and, and to say, you know, this is what the customer is looking for. We need to make sure that we provide this. Have their needs changed? Do you find uh, yeah, people coming yeah, to you in yeah, different, sure. in what way? Well, I think they're the needs of the prospective family. Um, they're looking for uh, a better education for their child. They, you know, and sometimes they feel that the public system has somewhat let them down. We have an incredible amount of customers or prospective families that have come from other parts of Canada and other international destinations where independent schooling is uh, more understood. And so more mainstream, more mainstream. Um, so they they're looking for um, that same thing in Nova Scotia. Um, so I think customers needs and wants have changed. I mean, we're talking about a generational shift where, you know, the next generation is looking for more than probably, you know, our generation um, is looking for. Or the expectation is greater um, in what they're asking of the public system, you know, whether that be healthcare, whether that be education, post-secondary education, they're looking for yeah. something more. And so Armbray kind of fits that, you know, is trying to fill that gap. And it's more of a custom approach, right? I mean, you're seeing, I think you mentioned, is this, you're seeing more students with learning differences. Absolutely. And that requires resources, yeah. you which do, you're you know, able to provide. To an extent? Yeah, I mean, parents are looking for um, differentiation in the education. So, you know, we're in a small class size, you can have different learning profiles in your right. classroom. And, and that allows for parents to be assured that, you know, their student's going to be heard, that if they have accommodations, that those accommodations will be um, definitely looked after. So that is really, I think, where Armbre shines. Yeah. We really can help students who are you know, student athletes, you know, offering them, you know, kind of this unique program to them. It's incredible. Yeah, it's amazing. And, and where do you see that going? Do you still mean in just keep increasing? Yeah, I mean, we are, I think, are a sweet spot for community population. Like students would be 400. We're at 352 now. We're probably going to be a little bit over that yeah. this year. Um, you know, you know, I think 
ombre will come out of, uh, you know, 23, 24 in a much better place um, because we're, you know, we've got amazing students, amazing faculty, and an amazing head, um, amazing business team. So, um, yeah, it's... The future is bright. Yeah. Pretty exciting stuff. And what, Megan, what about you? What about uh, alumni? What are the challenges, some of the challenges you're looking at and how you approach that? Well, I think for us for a long time, um, the connection with alumni wasn't necessarily there. Um, so I think the biggest challenge for me is... You were kind of starting from scratch. Yeah, right? getting all the alumni reconnected to the school, reconnected to the Osprey brand, um, getting them registered on our graduate platform so we have that effective and efficient communication tool so that they are informed consistent um, drip of information yeah towards that yeah, yeah and just kind of putting the message out there that if alumni are around we we want to talk to them we want them engaged um we want to have them involved in a in a capital campaign that we'll be embarking on um in the near future we want to have their say um i think it's really important to stay true to who we are as the narbray community and i think a huge part of that is our alumni right so making sure that they're part of the process all the way through so again, everything is is from a community perspective, and it's wonderful. And you know, going back, just talking on the marketing side with regards to it, it, it lends itself. I mean, obviously, I I am your partner, and so I have a really cool insight to how video and photography is so vitally important to capturing the message. Yeah, and so wow, we've got great video and we've got great photographs. And we, you know, that really has um, been a huge part of, you know, getting our message out there because I know the power of video. Yeah. And so I I think that because we've been engaged in this relationship, um, that has really been so beneficial to us because we know the power of video. We know how important it is to getting our message out. And people say to us, you know, that's really been how effective your messaging has been. We've got great video. Yeah, uh, that's great to hear. And, and, and on, for our part, as content creators, you know, you guys get that. We always yeah. find that you want the best. It's uh, uh, it's great to have a partner, a client like that. Megan, can you tell us a little bit about your how you market directly to donors? Yeah. So I think a huge part of my job is re-engaging alumni, past parents, families, um, friends of the school, people who have had the Armbray experience that left with the feeling of this is an amazing place and how am I going to leave my legacy at the school? And I think part of my job is letting those people know what is going on at the school and creating the story to say, hey, we are a worthy cause of your of your dollars. And there's lots of perks to making the, the donation to the school. You have, you're leaving your legacy with future generations. You get a tax receipt for whatever funds you do donate. Um, and I think there's a, there's a real power in, for example, putting your name on a scholarship or a student. So year after year, that gift is the gift that keeps on giving um, to future students. So I think having those donors be aware and potential donors that are out there to know that the capital campaign that is up and coming, our focus and our pillars that are around diversity, equity, and inclusion, sustainability, there is a true opportunity there for these folk to make a huge impact on the Armbray community and to truly leave their legacy. It's a really impactful thing to, to be able to fund um, a scholarship or to be able to donate to our endowment fund or be able to support our annual giving campaign. There's loads of opportunities there and it is truly a worthwhile cause. I mean, there's a lot of worthwhile causes, but this one is especially great. I mean, you're impacting young people to be the leaders of tomorrow. And, and 
students Amazing. who wouldn't normally have the opportunity to go to an independent school. Very so, good you point. know, um, allowing kids who, you know, are excelling academically, you know, athletically um, in the earth and giving them, you know, a hand up um, and uh, allowing them to experience what, you know, uh, you know, families who have the means to go to an independent school, giving this opportunity to other kids. Incredible. And, you know, you can imagine how what an impact we see it every day in our school um, that those students who are on tuition assistance or scholarship, how they really flourish in a setting where there's only eight kids in their calculus class. I mean, always say like every gift truly does matter, no matter the size of the donation and remember the Good no point. matter the monetary value. And it just takes one. It just takes one person who believes in the school and who believes in our students to make true change. So I think when a donation is made to the school, and I'll talk a little bit about the one donation that has recently come in um, from the O'Connor family, and their money is being spent on the O'Connor Center for Success. And so this is an actual space that has been created in the school where we were able to hire the director of student success to nurture students and to push them along in their programming and to also have a physical space. This is a real life story that has created positive impact in our community and it's active right now. And so we have we have a faculty member on board um, who is running the Student Success Center and there are numerous students who are in the Success Center every day benefiting from this donation, from the service. There's loads of success stories out there and that's just one of them that I think I would like to share. Excellent, thank you. Ladies, this has been a great conversation. Megs, is there anything else you want to add? No, this has been fun, Jim. Thanks for thanks for doing this for us. Suzanne? No, I, I love the fact that, um, you know, we got a chance to talk about um, something that we don't really normally talk about. Um, we're usually in the trenches. So, um, you know, uh, being, you know, asked to talk about marketing and branding is, it's great. Yeah, and it's great to have you both here. I think it's important to get both perspectives on these subjects. So that's it for us. Thanks again. Have a great one. We'll see you next time. Thanks. Thank you. Before we sign off, we want to give a big thanks to our sponsor, Patterson Outdoor. They are Canada's largest out-of-home advertising company, and they offer a wide range of advertising solutions for businesses of all sizes. Whether you're looking to promote your brand on billboards, transit ads, or digital screens, Patterson Outdoor has you covered. To learn more, head over to pattersonoutdoor.com. And to our listeners, we hope you found this episode helpful. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on social media to learn more about our advertising community. Until next time, keep it creative.